Thanks for showing up today. This is a podcast all about doing what you need to do to show up each day for your mental health. Hi, <laughs> we're here. This is episode one of our podcast of how many episodes we don't know yet. Um, my name is Andrea. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor and a national certified counselor. And I'm here with my friend Ella. And I am Ella, and I am not a licensed therapist, but somebody who is uh, a mental health advocate, and I have dealt with a lot of depression and anxiety in my life. I am on TikTok as Ella Will Thrive, where I've documented a lot of um, my depression struggles, and uh, excited to be here with Andrea talking about mental health issues in a longer format. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be really cool if we kicked off this talking about your TikTok, because there's actually a lot I don't know. Oh, yeah? It. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is funny. Um, so I told her this before, but I think it's funny that I was just scrolling my TikTok for you page and your video came up and I didn't even know it was you. Yeah. And it was your first day video and I liked it and I was like, oh, that's cool. This person's documenting. <laughs> Like, how they're going to deal with their depression. And then I just moved on. And then you told me I started a TikTok. And then I was like, oh, share it with me. And I don't think you did for a couple days. <laughs> so I get the secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you shared it with me. And then I was like, oh, I totally saw you. And I did not know that was you. <laughs> so, yeah. Tell me, like, what made you think to start that On that TikTok? day? Yeah, on that day. What was about that day? I remember that day so vividly. I think it's one of those memories where I always will remember it. I was laying on the couch um, where I had been for essentially months in like this depression. And um, my husband, Adam, was in the kitchen. He was doing dishes. And I remember feeling just so useless, like, oh, I can't even do dishes. I hadn't done anything. I mean, he was mm. he was basically single parenting. And then um, and he's so patient. Um, and he, the kids were running around and then I felt guilty about, oh, I'm not playing with the kids. And yeah. then he said, I'm going to take the kids to the park, kind of give you some time. And I, it was just like this moment of like time to do what? Like time for me to just continue to lay on the couch. And I had this moment where I, where I felt like I was wasting my life. And so I thought I just need to, I just need to try to do something. I should, I should try and just pretend to not be depressed yeah, and, and not uh, just be like a non-depressed person and get off the couch. And on that day, you know, it was November and I hadn't done the leaves in the backyard. I put it off because I'd been spending all my time on the couch. Yeah. So I, uh, I just, I did, I just went outside and um, I brought the tripod and I filmed it doing like the time-lapse. And um, so I'll go put it on TikTok to motivate me. Obviously, I'm going to be the only person watching these videos. <laughs> no one else is Nobody else it. is going to see it. And I was going to talk to myself and be like, good job, girl. You got this. I'm yeah. so proud of you. And I'm so proud of you for like showing up today and for doing this this one thing today. Um, and uh, and then it blew up. And wow. that video, yeah. It, I think it, I'm not sure. I think at this point it has... Close to eight hundred thousand views. Wow. Just that first one. That's that is that's pretty cool though. Yeah. That like that. I'm just gonna do what a non-depressed person does. Yeah. 
and try to motivate myself that that also has like translated to motivating a lot of other people but um can you think back to what was it about like that day like had you already been thinking about this idea or was it really just in that moment like it was absolutely in that moment yeah Yeah. it would not have it was a spur of the moment idea yeah and it was coming from a place of just like deep frustration or annoyance with myself Mm. that I have spent most of my life being depressed and I just didn't, it was a, it was a strange moment where I thought, I don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. And I was super serious about it. I don't want to do this anymore. I just, um, I want to work at whatever I need to work at to, uh, not live like this where I'm just on the couch or in the bed all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and from that moment on really was, it was like a, a light switch where I've put in the work day after day. Yeah to um not be in that same place again so how hard was it day two to show up for yourself day two was extremely hard because um I woke up that morning with maybe like 15,000 followers oh wow Yeah. yeah and so I felt like people were watching when I had not. So now there's a pressure. There was pressure. Yeah. So yeah. Pressure like a drip. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, so much pressure um, where I've never really liked to be the center of attention. And so I felt like people were watching me, which is like, I put it on TikTok. Like there was, that was gonna, that you do run that risk. (laughs) Run that (laughs) That people might see something you put on a video watching that. (laughs) Yeah. But I did not, I don't know why I didn't think that that was going to be anything that anybody was going to want to watch. Um, so there was, there was definitely that um, people are going to watch this this next day. Um, and that's all I can remember from that second day. Uh, it was hard that first week in general doing something every day. Um, of, and I would do it. I would do the thing for like the hour and then I would just go back to bed. Hmm. Um, but I was just so kind in how I was talking to myself where I would say like, I'm so proud of you for doing that one thing that you did for the hour. And then I would go back to bed. Um, and then after a while it was more time out of bed. Yeah. And, and that was never a requirement. It was just, you got to do one hour of pretending to be a non-depressed person. And then I found with no pressure on that, except for that one hour, um, then I started to get out of bed more frequently do other things and do other things yeah Yeah. so in the beginning there was this like permission to to not have to do more than that hour or there wasn't like um like the shame that was associated that you used to have when you just sat on the couch all day yeah yeah Yeah. it was like shame free like oh i did my thing now i can can rest yes like i can listen to my body i can listen to my mind and just rest because that's what it's telling me to do yeah 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 i never really thought about it I never thought about oh, okay. it that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, I think oftentimes we think about shame and guilt. That's that's usually associated yeah. with feeling depression, especially with depression in this, like, um, this guilt that is maybe unequal to what we're feeling or experiencing. Um, and I like to redefine this a lot, like with guilt – that the definition of guilt is you did something wrong mm-hmm. that you should be consequenced for, mm-hmm. right? 
And so a lot of times we'll say, oh, this person made me feel guilty or I feel guilty that I wasn't helping out around the house or I feel guilty that uh-huh. I wasn't parenting. And I, I don't know, like, the inner workings of your relationship, but I don't think your husband was, like... Oh, no. He wasn't at causing all. Causing you to... He wasn't saying, like, you should feel guilty. No. He was like, hey, I want to help you. I'm going to take the kids so you can... Yeah. Whatever you need. Oh, it was totally... Uh, my, internally, I was the one having those. He was just yeah. doing dishes and then taking the kids to the park. Yeah. Yeah. And so there was this guilt associated. And sometimes we can feel guilt when, um, like, our value system in our life isn't aligned with how we're living our life. Oh. So we might have this, like inappropriate level of guilt or this guilt in like uh like our relationships like oh he's making me feel guilty especially if we don't want to like look inside ourselves to see why we feel that way we mm-hmm. will, it's easier to blame somebody else than yeah. to blame ourselves you know um but yeah so it sounds like you started to really notice that like I because you said I don't want to live this way anymore yeah I'm tired of that and that shows me that like this isn't a value to me it's not, it's not, and when we're not living a life that's value aligned, then we tend to have higher levels of depression, higher levels of anxiety. Um, depression and anxiety can still be there even when we do yeah. live a life that's value aligned, but maybe not to the extreme levels. So that first day of talking nice to yourself yeah. while you were doing it and when you weren't doing it uh-huh. was a way to like let go of that like unproportionate guilt that didn't yeah. need to be there yeah well, that's nice yeah so <laughs> it's nice to be nice to yourself <laughs> it really was super helpful yeah it was really helpful where i would say that for everything that i did and mm. i was super intentional about it too um so off of one of what you just said though i'd be curious how would somebody want like how would they live with their in their values how you're talking about if you're not aligned with your values oh man we should do a whole, <laughs> a whole other one, a whole podcast on that <laughs> okay. topic. But I think of a small, like a small, in this moment, pinpoint on it. So I think first you have to figure out what your values are. Okay, right, and that's hard to do. Sometimes we need perspective. So going to therapy uh-huh. can help give you that perspective or that um, that insight that you might not have on your own to figure out what your values are, but. Um, one of the ways that I like to look at values is, is when do I feel alive or when is the last time I can remember feeling alive and present and just in that moment, not, not like thinking of the future, not thinking of the past, not overanalyzing myself and my actions or my relationships or those around me, just Mm -hmm. like, I'm just here. And for me, that oftentimes is in nature that okay. I feel just present and aware and alive and and a human. Okay. And so so I know when I'm like spending all my time in boxes, my car box or my house box or my office box. Yeah. I'm and I'm starting to feel maybe more burnt out or wanting to numb out by scrolling TikTok more or listening to more podcasts or watching whatever new girl episode uh-huh. that I'm rewatching for the 10th time. Um, that's when I know, oh, I'm not living in my value system. 
because I know I feel alive when I spend time outside, when I spend time in nature. And even if it truly is just like sitting on my front porch and getting fresh air, it brings life back into me. So you have to find what are those things that fill your bucket and not drain your bucket. Okay. And have like a, a balance of the two. Because we we all have to do things that drain our buckets. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I, I don't want to do laundry, but I also want to have clean clothes yeah. to wear. So I got to then counteract the thing that drains me with something that fills me. If that makes sense. But it we should does. do a whole episode I was going to say, balance. I have so many questions about that, but I'm not going to ask them right okay. now. Because we'll do a whole other... A whole other podcast on that because yeah. I have things I need I need to know about that now. Well, I <laughs> want to go back to just the the idea of like pretending to be a non-depressed person. Yes. Yeah, so I love that. I think some people will say like it's not worth it to fake it till you make it or like that's that that kind of sign that yeah. saying fake it till you make it. Was that yeah. what you were thinking about? Um, or how did you I Yeah, yeah, kind of fake it till you make it. And I didn't know if it was going to work either. Um, but I love that. I, know, yeah. I totally didn't know if it was going to work. Yeah. Um, and it did. And I'm not sure why it worked, mm. but it did work. Yeah. Um, there might have been other – well, it was, it was, you know, I started every single day I would do something different. Um, and that kind of started out accidentally where I was just doing different things. And then I thought, it's kind of neat. I'm doing something different. And so from that, I figured out what gave me the best bang for the buck. Mm. So I really enjoyed like wandering around outside. I don't like exercising. So it was like very slow moving, um, outside type of meandering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was great. I felt super good in the moment like very present in the moment and then another day I went hiking um and that was not enjoyable I did okay. yeah it was it was like up it was too much work it was too much exercise it was too much up <laughs> it was too much up and yeah. there was snow in the boots and the the yeah. whole thing uh it was too much work yeah and so in my head I was complaining too much and not enjoying it. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot of work. Oh my gosh, I don't feel good. I don't, whatever it was. Yeah. Whereas when I was just outside meandering, I'm just like, look at that cool bird. I wonder what kind it is. Or yeah. look at this weird twig. I mean, it was just looking at all the tiny details. Um, so I think that because I did something different um, every day for that whole month, it gave me sort of a, it was like a sample plate. So it gave me, an idea of what to continue to do more mm-hmm. and what to do less of. Mm. Uh, so I found out in that first month that I liked meandering and I actually really enjoyed doing art. Um, and then some of the other stuff, uh, not as much. So it was, it was good. Yeah, so you, you kind of through that too, figured out what things fill your bucket. Yeah. And what things yeah. And what bucket. didn't, and yeah. that was also very unintentional. Didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. So it was, again, there was so many different things at play in that experiment that first month that, um, I don't really know. I'd have to really unpack it to figure yeah. out what was like the secret sauce, but it worked. For whatever reason, it was probably like a perfect storms of thinking things working out. Like you were at your done point. Yeah. You had created this space to kind of keep you accountable mm-hmm. to. Yes. Like, by posting on TikTok. Yes. And then got an audience that's like watching and engaging and, and yes. waiting to see what you do next, which is 
on the one hand scary but on the other hand yeah probably like the accountability yeah for sure where it was it was I have to yeah do you remember a day was there a day where you're like yeah I'm done showing up or it's really hard to show up today or I don't I don't want to today um I no I didn't okay because I know I know I was it was really such a low point where I had it was like a light switch where I just I thought I can't I can't go back to that yeah um and I haven't had that moment yet, I guess. It's been a few months where I haven't. Maybe I'm just forgetting. <laughs> That's okay, <laughs> maybe, though. Yeah. Maybe it's been enough time, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I yeah. have to think about that. I think sometimes when we make these big changes, <clears throat> it can do maybe two, one of two things. One being like it's a light switch and it, and you're just determined not to go back to that yeah. old version of you. Um, and like, she's not welcome back here. We've moved past that stage and, and it's just the new Ella kind of going forward. Um, or what can happen is we slowly stop doing the things that brought us out of that depression Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then depression can come back. And so I think one of the best ways to depression proof your life or to help it to not start sneaking in is to keep like routines keep up with self-care mm-hmm. and 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 start to notice when like oh I haven't painted in yeah. two weeks yeah what's yeah. that showing me I yeah. so on that I absolutely I go on a walk every single day okay and it's not negotiable at all. I go on my walk. Yeah. It's, it depends on the day of how long it's going to take. But it's one that's what I do. Of, yeah. I, don't, I guess it'd be self-care. But yeah. I do it to, um, so that I don't like fall backwards into the depression to like maintain it. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, practicing it, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I do that or yeah. every single day I go on that walk. So yeah. maybe I have been maintaining it. Without realizing, yeah, like you're doing the right things. I'm going without knowing that you're doing right. Perfect. (laughs) Gotta go on that walk. Yeah, yeah, every day. Do you feel like you needed to know the source of your depression to show up and make changes? I have always been curious about that because, um, yeah, it's just it feels like it's just kind of almost like my personality is just to default into depression. Yeah, and so. It, I've thought, like, I wonder if you would have a magical cure if you could just find the root of wherever that came from. Mm-hmm. But is, is that, you tell me, mm. is, that a, is that a thing? So, yeah, I've been working with people with mental health symptoms for a decade now. And um, almost always people ask why. Yeah. Why? Why did this happen? Why is this happening? Where did this come from? Oh, um, totally. Yes. Yeah. Why is it happening to this level? And sometimes I feel like we don't always get to know the why. Okay. And I know that's probably not the answer you're looking for. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm totally open if I'm wrong too, right? Uh-huh. I, I don't know all the answers. But what I have noticed with working people is sometimes we don't always get to know the why. The one thing that impacted that switched, whether that was an experience, whether that is um, how your hormone levels are or what's going on with your 
mm. your internally with your body, what that one thing that that one person said to you that yeah. one time, or if it was a complex issue of lots of things piling mm-hmm. up, right? We don't always get to know the why. And sometimes staying on the why prevents us from going to the next step. Yeah. I think I've been stuck on the why for so long yeah. that uh, it did. Um, and now I still don't know the why, but I've noticed that that action that I've done seems to, but it's still like at the back of my head. But like, but what if I knew the why? Mm. What if I knew the source? Would that make a difference? Well, let's talk about that. What difference do you think it would make? I don't, I, I don't know. Like, again, like this kind of like magical cure, like I wouldn't have to put in the work. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I wouldn't have to put on the, well, if I knew what it was, I wouldn't have to go on walks every day. Yeah. Or I wouldn't have to try so hard because I would just be fixed Mm. type of a, you know, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes when we have experienced something for so long, I mean, this could also be its own podcast too. So maybe we're getting lots of ideas <laughs> for future ones. But like sometimes we pathologize or we make something into it is this big thing when really it might just be a little bit who we are. Mm-hmm. And so part of that is like learning to love ourselves. Yeah. Learning to love how we are and realizing that just because we are maybe tend to be on the more depressed side doesn't mean we're any less worthy mm-hmm. of just showing up and being who we are yeah. and having people love us even though that is just who we are. And I think it's hard, right, because we live in a society that kind of tells you, like, this is what health looks like. This is what mental health right. looks like. Yeah. And, and it's set up for extroverts. It's set up for, yes. like, yes. mentally sound, healthy people, neurotypical people. Yeah. Um, and so if you aren't in those categories – it can feel like I'm broken and yeah, I need to change. Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. There's something wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't fit what I'm, what is supposed to be or yeah. how a person is supposed to be. Yeah. That's so interesting. I, so I think it's okay to not always know the why and just know that I need to take steps. Yes. Yeah. I found that I really, really helpful Yeah. to just um, to, to ignore that, that question that I had. Yeah. And uh, just take the action – um, without knowing the source and just, okay, well, what can I do? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this was great. This is awesome. <laughs> I do want to say too, um, that your kind of, I'm going to do one thing each day. Mm-hmm. Did you intend it to be a month or did it just? Nope. It just happened to be a month. Okay. Yeah. After a month, you're like, I think I'm good. I'm good. It was also, it took so much work to make a video. Yeah. That I wanted to get onto more living. Okay. And, yeah. and, le- and less time. Because uh, it, t- it took longer to film something because you have to move the camera around. And um, and then the editing part. And so yeah. I wanted to do more. I, I've never... I said this at the beginning. I say this now. I don't want to be uh, an influencer or, yeah. you know, so I was excited to be at a point where I wanted to spend less time, do, you know, editing in bed and more time doing something else. Living. Yeah. Living. And, and that shows also, that yeah. there was that, you know, shift of depression wasn't yes. just taking over as yeah. much. Yeah. 
So, well, your um, doing it for a month kind of inspired me to do my own challenge. Oh, right, my my um, self, oh, my self yes. love and challenge for the month of February, um, and I really enjoyed that. We should do an episode on that too yes. in the future. But um, yeah, would you encourage other people to to do something like this? I would, and I have. I yeah. thought, yeah, I thought it was absolutely worth the time but and especially if you were in the place that I was where it was just on the couch or in bed what do you have to lose to just Mm. try something um and even if it's the wrong thing there were days that I was like that really wore me out or that really drained me or I didn't enjoy that but I knew that I had another chance the next day to try something else out and I felt like I was getting to know me in a sense of mm-hmm. like what worked for me or what didn't work and it was it, because it was so intentional of uh, it's just this one hour I was paying attention to it so I yes I think you can learn a lot about yourself um and I found it was very helpful so yeah. yes I would recommend it to anybody yeah yeah awesome yeah. well thank you for showing up today yeah <laughs> Thank you for showing up today and doing this podcast with me. Yeah, I'm um, I'm excited to do this, and and I think we're both um, excited to hear from you people out there in the podcast world listening to to this. Like, what more you would want to yeah. hear? What other topics you want to hear? Thanks for listening. That was uh, episode one. So if you want to do your own um, 30-day journey, tag us so that we can follow along with your journey, whatever your 30-day challenge is going to look like. You can find me at HelloAndreaJoe on any social media platform. And I am Ella Will Thrive on TikTok.